Welcome to Dr. Evelyn Ministries podcast, and thank you for listening to the prayer series. I'm your host, Dr. Evelyn. In the previous episodes, I talked about six different kinds of prayers. Today, our focus is on the prayer of commitment, which is the seventh kind of prayer and the last one in the series. To commit means to give charge or to trust something to somebody for safekeeping. In this definition, you see two things that are going on. We have the one who takes the initiative to give up control, and then the second party who is actually also receiving whatever is being given to them for their safekeeping. And as believers, we must come to that place where we decide to give control of the things that bother us, the things that are um, stressing us out. And the one that we are going to commit that thing to is our Heavenly Father. In Psalm 37, verse 5, David encourages us that commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him and he will bring it to pass. It is amazing that when you look at a great nation like America, on their currency, they have the inscription, in God we trust. Where is your trust and where is your confidence? The apostle Peter shows us what the prayer of commitment looks like. And in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, he says, Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, on him, for he cares for you and he's watching over you. Rather than trying to figure out things on your own, you will save yourself a lot of headaches when you come to that place of rolling all your cares upon the Lord. Sometimes there are situations in our lives that seem so entrenched and has been around for many years. Every man of God in town has laid hands on you and prayed. You have fasted, cried, and stamped your feet, but nothing seems to change. However, For the prayer of commitment to work effectively, there are two things that you must always deal for, deal with, and be on the lookout for. The first one that I'll share with you today is worry. Worry will hinder your prayers. It is not enough to know that God has power and can do all things. You must come to that place where you make that quality decision to let go of worry and to leave everything to him to figure it out on your um, on your behalf sometimes we worry about our children we worry about our future preachers are worrying about their ministry they are worrying about finances but we must all come to that place where we will realize that when we worry, nothing is going to change anyway. And if you are not careful, 
It's even going to affect your health. And Jesus says this beautifully in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 27, when he said, Therefore I tell you, stop being worried or anxious about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body as to what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into bands, and yet your heavenly Father keeps feeding them. Are you not worth much more than they are? Think about this. It is amazing when I was growing up as a young girl, my brothers and I, sometimes we want to do gardening in our backyard and we'll take some corn and dig the ground and put it there. You keep watering the seed for a while, but then maybe after a week or so, your little, your little mind is saying, what is taking this seed so long? So you know what we normally we will do? We'll go back into the backyard and dig all those seeds and sometimes to our amazement, you dig it up and you see that, oh, it had started budding. It has some um, roots and some leaves that were springing forth. And maybe sooner or later, it would have broken through the soil. And then you will see the seed that you have planted. But guess what? We've ruined it. Because when you take that plant out, you put it back again for the most part. It doesn't grow back up. And I think that this is a very good illustration of sometimes the way we behave. We commit things into the hands of the Lord. We are believing God. We are saying, I believe, I receive. We believe for a while, and then we get into the state of worrying again. And it is as if to say, you just go back, dig the seed up, and it's back in your court. When you do that, you will not see the um, glory of God. The second thing that can also hinder your prayer of commitment is fear. Some of us live in constant fear. We are afraid of death. We are afraid of our future. We are afraid of how our children are going to turn out. We are basically afraid of everything. If even a cockroach dares cross our path, we would jump like we have seen a snake. But when you live in constant fear, you also hinder yourself from receiving God's best. We read the story of Job. Job was a blessed man. The Bible says that he had seven sons and three daughters. He was very, very rich. And in the east where he dwelt, he was the richest man in that city. But the Bible tells us in chapter 3 that Job was constantly living in fear. He was afraid that hey, maybe my children are sinning. Maybe they are not pleasing God. If I'm not careful, they will bring the anger of God upon them. So he will go, he will make sacrifices. He kept constantly at it. But then when the devil came and wanted to attack Job, God had to give him that permission so that hedge will be taken away. But God said, I don't want you to touch his life. 
Little did Job know that all that time that he was worrying, he was going back and forth and living in fear, there was a hedge around him. And in chapter 3, he actually makes a confession that the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. I feared I would lose everything. I feared maybe my children would die or I may lose all my riches. And exactly what he feared came upon him. What is your fear as you hear my voice? I would want you to do as the apostle Peter has said, cast that fear at the feet of Jesus. Trust in him and he's able to bring your life where you are desiring for it to be. He holds the future and he's able to do all things. David said, I have been young and now I am old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. And I can tell you with my own life and from many of the testimonies that I have shared in the other series that God is real and he can be trusted. You can leave everything in his hands. Like the songwriter said, Jesus, take the wheel. Let the Lord take the wheel of your life and your life will never be the same. Thank you for listening to the series. I'll be starting a new series on how to discover your purpose in life. You wouldn't want to miss this one. Do you desire to make an impact in the life of other people? Have you desired also to leave a lasting legacy other than your tombstone? Then you don't want to miss this one. Stay tuned. Dr. Evelyn Ministries podcast is now on Apple Podcast. Google Play, Spotify, and all the major platforms. I would also encourage you to visit Dr. Evelyn Ministries' um, Facebook page, like us on Facebook, and then visit the page for additional information. Thank you so much. Stay blessed till we meet again next week.